CPA and CFP Don Cash has made it his life's work to help people like you plan their finances and achieve their retirement goals. It's time for your money and your life. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. Thanks for tuning in and listening to Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash and myself to talk investing, finance, and retirement. Don's a CPA and a CFP, and he's here to help you. If you got some questions, you're not already working with him, reach out to him and give him a jingle with anything you hear on our podcast or any other. You should always check with a qualified professional. You can call him at 800-664-1183 or stop by the website at donaldcash.com. That's donaldcash.com. What's going on, my friend? How are you? Mark, doing good. How are you? Doing pretty good. We are past the big Memorial Day weekend. Uh, it's nice and hot here. It feels like summer. So I think uh, I think the country's basically 100% open, mask-free. It seems yeah. to be in most places, bursting at the seams. I think you're right. Everyone's ready to travel, ready to spend money. And uh, you know, here with our family, the school year is coming to an end. And, oh wow! Uh, in June, still going, huh? Okay. Yeah, you know, we we do that for the um the, what they call the underclassmen, the the younger kids. We have a high school graduate in our family. My son Nick graduated last week. Woohoo! From high school. Kudos. So excited about that. Yeah. My daughter Tori is heading into high school in the fall, but she doesn't finish until I don't know, like the middle of June, June fifteenth, sixteenth, something like that. Mm, Some of the okay. kids, it depends on on the. Whether there's a lot of snow days and things like that, they go to like June twentieth, twenty fifth, twenty eighth. It's end of June. We've had that in the past, but our annual—I was telling you off air—our annual summer trip is almost upon us. And last year was canceled, but right. you know, it's uh, we're going to be heading out around Father's Day for a few weeks, and it's amazing, Mark. The year is almost half over. Can you believe this? <laughs> yeah, no. It's a little faster this year than last year was. For some reason, I wonder why that is, right? I don't know. It's a, is it me or does it feel like we just woke up from a bad dream? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, you know, 2020 was the longest decade ever. <laughs> it seemed like it yep. seemed like that was one year that took 10 years. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, and obviously the pandemic, you know, canceled like your trip last year and it's changed a lot about the way people you know, work and travel and do things. And I do think people are ready to get back out and do stuff, but it's caused people to consider, you know, also a lot of other things, Don. So we'll get into some of that conversation today, you know, moving place from places that are high tax dates. I mean, taxes are, you know, right now it's every conversation everywhere and every nook and cranny. So, you know, New York, Connecticut, Jersey, California, uh, people are heading to places like Texas and Arizona and Florida. We obviously saw that with some of the census changes. So what should people consider uh, if maybe that is something that's on their radar? Well, you know, you're right on the money about the, the pandemic, Mark, changing where people want to live. I mean, with the advent of technology like Zoom and remote meetings and webinars and things like that, more and more people are moving out of these expensive cities mm -hmm. and into suburbs and, and beach towns and you know, places where it's just, you know, it's a better quality of life often for people. And I, I think it's a trend that I, I see that's going to continue. Uh, and it's not only in working age people, but it's also marking retirees um, who are both middle income and affluent. But, you know, if you, you look at the, the trends, you had mentioned the states like Connecticut and New York, New Jersey, mm -hmm. California is another state where people are, are going to, um, other locations. And what do you think, by the way, is the number one moving destination for people from California? Leaving California, going somewhere? Yeah. Um, Texas. You know what? That is what I thought too, but okay. I heard it's Idaho. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. There's a huge contingent of people moving to a town called Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Wow. From uh, parts of California. So uh, maybe it's only that one section of Ma- California yeah, yeah, maybe, where yeah. people are because it's even more than north. But let's uh, make something perfectly clear, Mark. Here in New Jersey, we are number one. Okay. But it's not anything to brag about. Uh, we're number one in something called lifetime total taxes paid. Oh, It's called LTP. Have you ever heard of that stat? I, I have not heard of that stat. What is this? Right. So uh, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, one of these government bureaucracies, okay, right? right. The average New Jersey resident will pay something like $930,000 in taxes in his or her lifetime. And this is based upon a a study report in the Wall Street Journal, right? Mm -hmm. So that's basically twice the uh, $520,000 for an average American. And it's even more than New York. Right, the, I think the average New Yorker will pay like seven hundred thousand dollars in taxes. You know, these kind of taxes include things like the common things like pro- income taxes, property taxes, you know, sales, local taxes and fees. Right. Um, when people talk about moving out of state, you mentioned this earlier. It's typically from tax fatigue, uh, along with, of course, brutal winter weather. Right. Yeah. That's um, that gets prompted by annoying friends and family who enjoy calling from these sunny, warm <laughs> locations during a snowstorm or a powder out- outage. I hate when that happens. Okay. All right. I might be a little guilty of that after, <laughs> after living in Michigan for a really long time. And I'm, of course, we've talked about it on the show. I'm down here in North Carolina. Uh, I tend to sometimes send some friends back up there. You know, Christmas, it's 62 degrees and I'm playing basketball or something. And they're like, what you guys doing? They're like digging snow. And I'm like, oh, you know. Poor you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I might be guilty of that. They get a little frustrated with that. So I guess uh, that makes sense. And pe- we're seeing that all over the place. Matter of fact, North Carolina, speaking of, um, just got a big deal with Apple and the Research Triangle Park. They're going to be building a, a huge facility here. That's going to be bringing a lot of people and jobs to this area as well. And and so we do see that. There's a lot of, I used to live at, at a beach town here in North Carolina. I don't now. And there was a lot of, actually, New Yorkers and New Jerseys, the, uh, New Jerseyites, I guess. What is it? Is it New Jerseyans? What do you guys say? Uh, we say New Jersey residents. Okay. Uh, but they would they would come down basically and, and be there. And so we've seen a lot of that as well. Yeah. So basically you're one of those warm weather taunters. Uh, yeah, right? I guess I was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize I was. <laughs> well, let's talk about you know the underlying reason that this is happening, right? It's okay. sort of inside the numbers right. on, on how states fund their governments because you know really this creates the tax and political environment that leads people to either move or consider moving, okay. right? Right. So all these all fifty states need to fund their governments. Okay. Almost every state has a, a balanced budget amendment in their constitution. So unlike the federal government in Washington D.C where deficits run into trillions of dollars regularly, right? The states need to balance the books. So they do that through their taxing authority, okay? So there's three main types of taxes each state has, and they can be broken down into these categories. This is how I would think of it. It's taxes on what you earn, okay. taxes on what you buy, and taxes on what you own. Okay, so taxes on what you earn are things like personal income taxes, investment taxes, corporate taxes, things like that, right? So you mentioned Apple moving into North Carolina. Mm -hmm. They want revenue from Apple Computer, right? These corporate taxes that are paid in the state level. 
you have taxes on what you buy, and these are basically sales taxes, right? Individual and corporate sales taxes. So, you know, the average, I guess, tax sales tax rate is like between five and seven percent. I'm not sure what yours is. It's probably in that range, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some states, you know, exempt clothes and certain food items and other states tax everything. So sales taxes are a big, a big source of revenue and there are taxes on what you own. And people typically think of this as property taxes, right? Mm -hmm. yep. So in here in New Jersey, it's, it's items of um, personal property, like your home. Okay. So you have real estate taxes here. Yeah. We pay it and on our vehicles here as well. Yep. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. in fact, I just was speaking to someone, a couple of people I know mm -hmm. uh, that are moving to North Carolina yep. and, and they mentioned that there are taxes on cars, which I'm assuming are quite modest, probably 1% of the value of the car, something like that. Uh, it's, that... I don't know. Mine's kind of hefty. <laughs> I have to, oh, I'm it? not really sure exactly what it is. I have to go look now, but yeah, it's not, it's uh, for a 2018 vehicle. It's a pretty, it's a pretty substantial little tax and they, yeah, they tie it into your tag renewal. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's probably what, several hundred dollars a year or yeah, something like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. okay. So, you know, then you have those kinds of personal property taxes. Mm. And you can add estate taxes and inheritance taxes to that too, because it's really something that you own at death. Although many states are trying to eliminate their estate taxes and a few still have them. New Jersey still has an inheritance tax. We've talked about that before. They eliminated the estate tax. So that's a point of confusion that people still have to be aware that New Jersey still has a pretty steep inheritance tax. Mm. But the New Jersey, here's the point of people considering moving out of New Jersey and the underlying reason, the New Jersey state budget for spending is over $60 billion a year. Okay. Whew. The population here is about 9 million people. It's about $6,600 per person. Okay. That when you break it down to so a family of four, it's over $25,000 in taxes. Wow. Yeah. And the tax revenue breakdown is split pretty evenly, evenly between income taxes, sales taxes, and property taxes. But New Jersey has what's called a progressive or graduated income tax system. Okay. So much like the federal government, there are seven tax brackets here in New Jersey. And the higher the taxes, the higher your income the higher, the more you're paying taxes, right? So here in New Jersey, the top tax rate is about 11%, right? The, low t the lowest is 1%, and that's on the really low levels. Most people are in the, in the 5 to 6% tax range. Uh, the property taxes, however, here in New Jersey are the highest in the nation. Also, I hear the uh, the car insurance rates are the highest as well. I'm not sure how that stacks up with with other states like North Carolina or South Carolina or Florida. These are the popular states people would move to. Mm -hmm, right, yeah. But the average property tax here in New Jersey is $10,000 per year. But many people pay fifteen dollars to $20,000 or more Ooh, wow. in annual property taxes. Yeah, so you know if you're paying that every quarter, which if you're paying it yourself, not being escrowed out of your um, mortgage with mm -hmm, your mortgage, right. you might be paying three, four, five thousand dollars a quarter in taxes. This is a pretty painful check to write every exactly, quarter, yeah. which I do. Um, but you compare that with North Carolina, Mark, it's got a total spending of much less than New Jersey. So I think it's in the thirty to forty billion dollar range. Okay, yeah, definitely, definitely lower. It's about twenty billion lower. Yeah, but yeah. here's what's, what I didn't realize that is the population in North Carolina is higher than New Jersey. Yeah. It's over 10 million people in North Carolina. So the bottom line is many states 
with large populations and lots of government employees have a lot of pension obligations and so-called legacy costs which translate into higher taxes mm -hmm. and unfortunately many of these state workers uh, that retire they move out of that state and into another state like south carolina north carolina florida or georgia so there's no income tax revenue for the former state uh, employees and residents and their remaining residents kind of pick up the tab and the tax burden. Oh, wow. Yeah, definitely very interesting stuff and in, in how they kind of break all that down. And I mean, I, I would always assume that New Jersey had higher, you know, property taxes because of, you know, just the size of it, right? It's just not that, you know, big. But then again, there's Rhode Island. So you would kind of think they would be somewhat comparable. Uh, so when you're breaking all that kind of stuff down, and by the way, yeah, you were right, we are at a 7% income tax rate. Um, here in North Carolina. Where, where does New Jersey kind of rank, I suppose, among the 50 states then? Well, you know, I mentioned about number one in lifetime total taxes, right? Right, right. If you look at the the, um, the state taxes divided by the population mm -hmm. in, in 2020, New Jersey is not last, but almost last, Mark. <laughs> it's <laughs> 48th out of 50 states. 48 being bad, by the way. Yeah, divided number by one population. Would be, the, okay. would be preferable. Right, right. And uh, you wouldn't believe, like, number one, I believe, is New Hampshire. We wouldn't think New Hampshire would be yeah. the lowest tax state. But North Carolina is kind of in the middle of the pack, okay. right? Mm -hmm. And this is looking at the, uh, the income tax and the sales tax and property tax. But interestingly, the state revenue from income taxes, not too different between North Carolina and New Jersey, but there's a huge difference in the property tax rates, as well as the income tax rates for high earners, mm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's where it, it, it really diverges. The property taxes in a lot of these states up here in the Northeast, that tends to drive out the retirees, Mark. Right. Uh, and the income and investment taxes, it tends to drive out the affluent to states like Florida, where there's no income tax, and there's also no capital gains or estate taxes. Mm. However, the property taxes and local taxes in Florida, they tend to be higher than many other states, and people don't realize that. And Florida, by the way, derives a lot of revenue from tourism. Sure. Uh, yeah. Tourism-based sales taxes. And I heard a, a press conference that Governor DeSantis gave a couple of days ago. He had an interesting statistic. He mentioned that Florida has uh, millions more people than New York in terms of population. Right. But the state budget is half of New York. Hmm, yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, and I, there's a lot of reasons why obviously Florida then appeals to retirees, pre-retirees, right? Because, you know, you got the weather to your point of wanting to go from where it's the harsh winters or not. Uh, you've got the the lack of income tax, capital gains, estate tax that you just mentioned. So how do these income taxes work out then for the retirees? And do a lot of states, uh, do they give tax breaks? Or is there anybody that looks at that kind of option for retired folks? Definitely, it's something that's looked at more closely, Mark, over the past, let's say, five or 10 years. Mm -hmm. Because um, here in New Jersey, New York and, and uh, Connecticut, Massachusetts have lost a lot of um, residents sure. yeah. to moving to uh, tax-friendly states like Florida or Texas or Arizona. You know, the, These are the states that people tend to gravitate toward moving out of these uh, more affluent pockets. So here in New Jersey, what happened, they changed the law few years ago to make the income tax rates more uh, appealing to retirees 
Okay. The concession was they raised the gasoline taxes, so it's got to come from somewhere. <laughs> right. But uh, New Jersey changed the system over the past, I'd say, two, three, four years to try to give uh, people a break and prevent them from moving out of state. So currently, and this is, comes as a surprise to a lot of people, even who live here, you can exclude $100,000 in retirement income here if you're married, 75000 if you're single. Okay but you have to be over age 62, right? So there's always a catch, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you have to apologize to the young retirees. Uh, so if you are if you happen to be, you know, a, a retired police officer, fireman, teacher, you know, in your 50s, that doesn't apply to you. You're okay. paying the right, tax. Right. Uh, but you contrast that with North Carolina, this, which is very interesting, has a flat tax of about five and a quarter percent across the board with no exemptions. So I've seen some retirees, some clients of mine with incomes under $100,000. They, they have moved to you know, Wilmington or Charlotte right, yep. and, uh, or Raleigh, Durham, that area. And they're surprised to see that their taxes are actually higher than here in New Jersey. But most states also don't tax Social Security income. Okay, So that's, that's an important point. And it's a good reason to maximize your social security income by knowing these filing strategies. I mean, we talked about in prior shows, you know, when do you take your social security? At 62 or at 65 or 66 or at 70, which is the latest you can wait. So there's some very compelling reasons to look at this really carefully before electing because social security is not taxed in retirement. And also, we talk a lot about Roth IRAs, right, Mark? Oh, yeah. You know, Roth IRAs being the tax-free IRAs compared to the traditional IRAs, which are what they call tax-deferred, which means when the money comes out, you pay taxes on them. So Roth IRA income is not taxed in New Jersey, either on the state or federal tax form. So that's a great reason to look at Roth IRA contributions and conversions, particularly before age 72, because that's the age when you're required to take money out of your traditional IRA. You know, another point of note here in New Jersey, there's a property tax freeze. That depends on your age too and how long you own your property. It's if your income is under 90, I think $92,000, something like that. It's, it's uh, you know, for middle-income people. Yeah. Well, so what I'm hearing is there's a lot of nuances to these you know, thoughts or strategies if you're thinking about doing something like that. And there's so many little components. And that's why you know it's really important. It's one of the reasons we do the podcast really is to share nuggets of information. It's important to have someone, a financial professional, helping you navigate some of this stuff. I mean, Don, you're a CFP and a CPA, so you're right there entrenched in all this. And yeah, there's the weather, right? Obviously, we see people moving you know, from the colder weather states like we've covered already and outdoor activities or whatever. Uh, but there's other things to probably consider. Are there some other points that we don't ponder or maybe fail to ponder? Yeah, absolutely. And it's circling back to that point you made about the nuances, Mark, mm -hmm. in the code and and what people fail to look at. It gets back to you know just making sure that you have a coordinated, holistic approach, right, to the right, planning. Right. You know, I find that in the past that when I spoke to clients before they became clients, they have a CPA that does their taxes. They might have an attorney that's written their will. They have a stockbroker that sells them stocks and bonds. 
but they don't have anyone to kind of see the big picture, right? To coordinate things and approach this from a holistic fashion. That's one of the things that, that we're, we uh, pride ourselves on is looking at this, um, the, the full picture and just making sure that we're handling all these middle million little things that you have to address in retirement. Yeah, really. But to, you know, back, back to the point of what other things people look at and fail to consider when they move. Um, of course, it's not just about taxes. There are lots of general, what I call quality of life issues, Mark, that people um, look at when they move like or consider moving like the weather. Believe it or not, sports is a big issue, right? People who leave, yeah, they want to attend a couple of games. And, you know, if there's a stadium nearby that they'll be able to watch the Yankees or the Mets or the Giants or the Jets, that, that becomes important or mm -hmm. local sports as well. Entertainment, right, right? Right. You know, people like to uh, go to plays and shows and, you know, they want to make yeah. sure there's there's sufficient amount of art and culture. H hence the, uh, the Florida thing, right? Definitely. I mean, that's one of the reasons why Florida's got such high tourism, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if you look at places like Branson, Missouri, sure. right? people oh, yeah. go there for Great the point. art and entertainment. Yep. But family life, of course, is a big issue, like fishing, golfing, swimming, outdoor activities. Uh, so these are big quality of life issues. Um, I think a lot of things, Mark, that disappoint people when they make a move are things like uh, not looking closely at the quality of schools for the kids, you know, making sure that they're, they have a... a sort of a, a center of community, uh, particularly in their church group, if they're active in church, you know, making sure that they can plug into a good church group that's consistent with their beliefs. Mm -hmm. Airport proximity, that's a big deal for families visiting, right? So if you're living in some relatively remote location without good uh, airport proximity, can be an issue. Sure, right. That's why people move to Orlando, right? If you move to Orlando, you're always going to have friends visit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> because of Disney being there. And you have population growth and traffic issues. Traffic's I hear a big people one, who, yeah. Yeah, who move, particularly on the um, West Coast and East Coast of Florida, they say the traffic is worse than ever. Here's another thing that people don't look at is crime. Oh, yeah. Okay? yeah. Crime can be an issue moving to different parts of the country. And another point that I've seen with people moving back to New Jersey from other states is the ability for younger people to earn a good income, Mark, mm -hmm. particularly people in the trades, like plumbers, electricians, oh, yeah. tradespeople, yeah, yeah. they just don't seem to be able to earn as much income in other states. And you know, lastly, I'll just use my... Um, one of uh, my neighbors, as an example, people find themselves feeling detached from their lifelong community when they move, and they kind of long for their old neighborhood. Okay, they they feel like oh, I don't really know anyone down here, and it's kind of hard to sort of plug in and make new friends. So these are something that you really have to consider. So a couple of points that to bring up that may um, ameliorate some of this is. One, you could consider like what I call a test drive mark, mm -hmm. right? Maybe rent a few months a year in all four seasons, right? Just to kind of see what it's like. Because a lot of people who go to Florida as snowbirds, Mark, when they're there in June, July, and August, they find it <laughs> intolerable. Right, right. Because <laughs> it's so darn hot. And, and talk to people that have moved. Like, what do they like? What don't they like? You know, a lot of people aren't quite share, sure where they want to move. 
And uh, we do have a resource that compares all 50 states and where each state ranks from those, those tax issues and you know different quality of life issues. And you know we have another tool where we can compare up to five states at a time and give people some help in making that decision. All right. So certainly a lot of things to ponder and consider. And that tool that you were just talking about, Don, sounds like a great way to really kind of go through that, that resource and comparing the states, because a lot of people have been considering this. So if it's something on your radar, then reach out to Don and have a conversation if you haven't done so yet, whether it's a first opinion or second opinion, whatever, and take advantage of his 15 minute strategy session and have a chat. Give him a call 800-664-1183. And you can do that and talk through some of the scenarios we talk about often here on the podcast. 800-664-1183. You can stop by his main website at donaldcash.com. That's donaldcash.com. You can also check out the podcast site and subscribe to it that way or listen to past episodes. And that's doncashpodcast.com. Either way, we'll have all that in the show notes. But reach out, do yourself a favor, do your retirement a favor, and have those conversations about what it is that you're looking to do. And there's a lot of little nuances, obviously, Don, that we just went through with all that. So it can get overwhelming for people. So it's certainly a good idea. Absolutely. And, you know, we'll throw up some links on there yep. on the website, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, links for some of the things we've been talking about. And, uh, you know, certainly reach out, as Mark said, to the office if you wanted to have a 15-minute strategy session on any of these things. And, Mark, I will see you next time. Yeah, I appreciate your time as always, Don. Thanks for hanging out with me here on Your Money and Your Life. Folks, don't forget to subscribe to us, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you like to use. Just simply type that in or stop by the website, Your Money and Your Life. And we will see you next time here with Don Cash. Don, I'll talk to you next time. Be safe, my friend. All right, you too, Mark. Be well. Investment advisory services offered through Donald W. Cash & Associates, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of New Jersey.